I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and uh, welcome back to the program. It's great to have you with us. Coming up this hour, author Lincoln Mitchell returns to the show. He has a new book called The Giants and Their City. It's bye-bye, baby. History's in the making in Candlestick Park. Look in the bay, it's a baby shark. When the, I don't know. But anyway, we'll talk to him. Also, uh, Ben David Grabinski, one name, Ben David. Ben David Grabinski has a new movie called Happily, uh, which we'll talk about as well, with some big stars in that one. But other than that, the uh, lines are open, and I'm um, always a man for the people, and they call me a man for all seasons. Forget Thomas or Beckett. It's right here at one 800 878-PLAY. You ain't got no alibi. You're very, very ugly. <laughs> Rick hurts my feelings so much. 1-800-878-PLAYGIRL. <clears throat> Playgirl? That came out wrong. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher is the one. Come on and stitch yourself up. Um, you can talk to me that way. Also, if you want to get in and talk a little uh, MLB, a little NFL, a little soccer. How about Harry Kane? He's amazing. <laughs> He's like, who? Yeah, that's right. Uh, sorry, didn't see the, um, the Meghan Markle thing. I know, uh, all I know is that uh, Twitter, every third tweet was CBS saying, I don't know how much they paid. I know they paid like $9 million to get the couple, and then I don't know what they paid to advertise it. But, uh, yeah. I don't know, I just, whatever it is, whoever side you're on, uh, I just feel sorry for them. They should be riding around in a glass carriage, right? Instead of hanging out in Hollywood looking for jobs. I don't know, I hope they're happy. It just seems kind of sad. I'd rather have the castle. Rick, it was stifling. All right, whatever. I don't know. None of my business. Rick at sportsbyline.com is the email. The Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back, y'all.
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Mmm, making popcorn for movie night? Well, who are you? This is your wake-up call from Track Phone Wireless. What if every time you tried a new streaming service, you had to buy a new TV? Uh, that'd be ridiculous. Yeah, some wireless companies do that when you switch, make you buy a new phone. Right. But Track Phone Wireless lets you keep your phone and your number and your network and gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month. Seriously, who are you? This is your wake-up call, people. Track Phone Wireless. Now you're in control. Oh, oh, you're burning it. Oh, no. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out and uh, welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY gets you in just real quick on Harry and Megan. Sam Marill, uh, who I love, he's been in studio with me three times. He actually worked the, uh, he still does work for the Knicks uh, doing shows for them. He did pre and post. Um, 
And I, I freely admit Sam knows more about the NBA than I do. His whole life is comedy in the NBA. Um, <clears throat> but he had, a, he had a joke at the cellar once where he said, yeah, I heard, you know, true story that Harry said that uh, he kind of, uh, you know, lusted after Meghan Markle after watching her on Suits. And then uh, he ended up hooking up with her and getting married. He goes, I'd like to get to that point in my life where I just call my agent and I go, Law and Order, SVU, Season 10, Assistant DA, make it happen. <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, I'm going to talk a little football here because there's a couple of notes for you Eagles fans out there. And that is the decision, of course, to move on from your franchise quarterback, Carson Wentz, which I think three years ago, even to suggest such a thing, was ludicrous, right? But they now appear committed to making Jalen Hurts their guy next year. And they're going to give him every opportunity. This comes from uh, the Mort Report, Chris Mortensen. And uh, he says the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, has basically sent the message to his personnel department and to the GM, Howie Roseman, that he wants to do everything he can to help Jalen Hurts be successful and do not bring someone else to compete for the job. They have the new head coach and Nick Sirianni. He understands, he understands what the owner wants. And, of course, what the owner wants, the owner gets. Hurts is the only quarterback on the roster right now. That's because Nate Sudfeld, we needed to give Nate a run, Doug Peterson. He's a free agent. So he might be brought back. I mean, that wouldn't hurt. He has no chance of starting, but a guy who knows the offense and who at least won't fumble a snap, you hope. But remember, when Lurie um, replaced Wentz, the final four games, and Hurts started, and remember, before that, he was kind of a Taysom Hill type of guy. The first 12 games, he only threw three passes. But when Hertz actually started, <clears throat> he threw five touchdowns, three interceptions, 51.9% completion rate, a passer rating of 77.2. He also ran for three touchdowns as well. Hertz is the only starting quarterback since 1950 to throw for over 800 yards and rush for over 200 in his first three starts, which is impressive considering the Eagles had just Isaacs, Malo, and Jason Kelsey as starters on their offensive line. And you think about a guy like Jordan Malata who had to fill in, probably will start again next year, Nate Herberg was a guy, who the hell's that, at right guard. You had Matt Pryor, who is that? He was the third string right tackle. Well, they're getting Brandon Brooks back. They're getting Elaine Johnson back. Those are your starting right guard and right tackle. And that's going to help. So whether Lurie is going to be involved in personnel decisions or not, <clears throat> as I said, Hertz did not set the world on fire. But when you are replacing Wentz, uh, Wentz, Hertz, Hertz, Wentz, you're going to look good. And so the Eagles figure, or I should say Lurie, he owes it to the franchise now to, instead of rushing to the podium to get Mac Jones or something, well, let's see what happens if we actually give this guy a chance. And when you spend a second round pick on a quarterback, 
I'm not saying you should stay rigid, but you should. If Jalen Hurts was a sixth or seventh round pick, then you say, yeah, he's on the roster. We'll see what happens. But you're going to spend a second round pick on a guy and he showed moments. Let's go ahead and see what's going to happen. Now, what would help him? A lot of things, but one of them would be to have a healthy Zach Ertz in the lineup. The guy from Stanford, his wife, Julie, who went to Santa Clara, is a, um, a starting center back for the World Cup champion United States women's national team, and she's a tremendous defender, too. But Mike Silver, our old buddy at NFL Network, said that over the weekend, a lot of teams have called the Eagles about Ertz, and apparently the club is looking to move him. In fact, Silver says they tried to trade him last offseason, but he had an ankle injury and nothing could get done. So why are they moving on from Ertz? Well, it would save some cash. I'll get to that in a second. He's 30 years old. He spent his entire eight-year career with Philadelphia. And you might remember that very important catch in the Super Bowl. What was that, for a first down? And he... um, I mean, Ertz kind of had, uh, after the season, remember he had a press conference and he was, wasn't bawling, but he was, he was very teary-eyed about how he thinks maybe he's going to be gone. And it was a weird thing because he has another year left on his contract. But as I said, I mean, if I, and if you and I know about the fact that they tried to trade him already, he was probably like, I guess this is it. Well, many people thought, that he was just going to go ahead and get cut. And he might. The league year hasn't started yet. But see, Philly, and they have a horrible salary cap situation. And they need to cut about $34 million just to get to the cap number. So if they cut Ertz, they would get about $5 million off the cap. <clears throat> but when Zach Ertz was healthy, he was having a career that was beginning to look like a Hall of Fame career. He really was. And the fact remains that people will call about him. He's gone to three Pro Bowls. And the Eagles have Dallas Godert in-house to replace him. He's the clear starting tight end. That's why they drafted that kid. Uh, Godert last year went over 500 yards receiving, had three touchdowns. Last year, Ertz, 36 catches, 335 yards, one touchdown. But as I said, if you look at Ertz's stats, he had a career that, um, you know, outside of Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski, and uh, Dave Casper, he was having a pretty good career. You know, you could put him in the mold of an Antonio Gates, you know, or a Shannon Sharp, Russ Francis type. He's having that type of career. So... Um, you know, who needs a tight end, you know, um, could he be the other tight end to George Kittle? Could he be coming back to the peninsula? Could he be coming back to the South Bay, the 408? I don't know. I just threw that out there just for fun. Why not? (laughs) By the way, there's another rumor today that Tom Brady uh, wants to get three more years on his contract extension and play till he's 
47 years old or whatever. Um, like in, until these things are real, look one, he has one year at a very modest 25 million left. And yes, getting paid nearly $2 million a game is very modest for a guy like that. Um, Scott Osler also wrote an article in the Chronicle yesterday about how we talked about Joe Montana saying Tom Brady is the best. And he said, that's the Joe cool thing to do. He basically said, yes, Tom Brady has all the accolades, but he'll never have that cool factor like Joe did. It's like Ken Stabler. You know, you just, that gunslinging thing. Yeah, you got more Super Bowls, but you'll never be like that, you know. Whatever. He doesn't care. I'm Rick Tittle. We got open lines. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 
That's 800-760-1845. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Commando, I tell you, and welcome back to the program. Great to have you with us, wherever you are listening, all over the world. Not just the world, but world. 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's talk a little Major League Baseball because there's um, a change. We're going back to the old style, the old style of the new style. Um, And that is that uh, in-game video will be back. And uh, the, you think about the, uh, the issues stemming from the Astros sign-stealing scandal and the COVID-19 limited clubhouse access. For the past several decades, players could hop down the tunnel and look at fitted, footage of their swing. And uh, last year it was banned. And... I know, speaking of Scott Osler, he doesn't like it. He thinks you should sit there and cheer for your teammates, but I don't care one way or the other. If a guy wants to go in and say, what did I do here? Well, you completely opened up your elbow, your shoulder, and you turned your head like a little leaguer. That might have been why you whiffed on that. But the number of the batting average league-wide was 245. The last time... Major League Baseball hit 245. They lowered the mound in the 60s. And so MLB wants to do everything they can for people to hit. Remember when we had the hit guru on and he said Major League Baseball is now a strikeout or a home run and it's boring. They want people (laughs) to hit. Maybe they'll move the mound back to second base. (laughs) Like just... Put the rubber right in front of second base. Believe you me, the whole league will hit 600 if that happens, or more. But um, the good news for players, and this is they can do this now, is they can watch videos, but the catcher's signs will be blurred out. Which means, unless there's some sort of software or algorithm that can do this automatically, someone is going to have to instantly blur out the catcher's signs and you cannot go up to the clubhouse you have to do it in the dugout and you have to do it on the video review table they don't want players to take an iPad and sit down with it it's weird so the reason they have to do it there is so they can watch to see if you're stealing signs. That has to be it. When you can take the tablet and sit down, you could be buying a new jacket on Amazon with it. Or you could be like Pablo Sandoval, who, remember, on social media, there was some 
chick in a bikini and he hit like, and of course some goober figured out, Hey, he hit like in the third inning. What? Yeah. Or when Popeye Jones at halftime tweeted out, yeah, this ain't going well. Wait, you were on your phone at halftime? No, I think you were. So JD Martinez spoke last summer about this tool that was now gone in the Boston Globe. He said, quote, there's no computers. They're all gone, disappeared. The man upstairs is the one running the show and makes the rules. He took them away. The Lord? Oh, Manfred? <clears throat> he said, in the past, I probably would have been able to get in the video room, break Benintendi's swing down, look at it, do some comparisons. It's kind of what I do for most of the guys on the team. We don't have access to any of that stuff anymore. It's kind of everyone on their own. Survivor. Now, near the end of the year last year, Javi Baez of the Cubs and the Sun-Times was a bit more uh, outspoken, let's say. His quote, to be honest, it sucks because I like to make my adjustments during the game. I watch my swing. I watch where the ball was, where the contact was, and I'm mad. I'm really mad that we don't have it because, to be honest, with all due respect, we didn't cheat. We're not cheating, and we have to pay for all of this. It's tough. It's a short season, and it's all this crap that we don't like. But I know a lot of players are struggling. <clears throat> End quote. Now, Ryan Zimmerman. Remember him? Opted out last season, but he's back. And he said last week, hitters and catchers, sorry, hitters and pitchers honestly use video during the game, and it does give us the best chance to be successful, and it also gives us the best chance to basically put the best product on the field. Things like that, things that help us perform better, we should be able to use. Now, again, we cannot be completely sure how impactful in-game uh, in video access was because so much was different. The season was reduced by 102 games. There were no fans in the stands, just those creepy, weird cutouts. They started spring training, and then they stopped it, and then they had that quick summer camp. Remember that? and the additional pandemic protocols and everything else. There were just so many factors that made this season crazy that you can't just point to no video in the dugout for the huge drop, but it would also be ignorant to dismiss players, and I've just mentioned some star players who said they need it. I'm not talking about Mickey Klutz. These are all-star players. And once a player gets used to being able to watch his swing and pitch location on every single plate appearance, it does become part of the routine. And baseball is the sport of routine. And you break a routine because a player feels like something is off, and then, oh my gosh, good luck trying to hit 99 with movement. It's just not going to happen. And now Martinez mentioned something different. That he hit 304 in 2019, and he hit 213 in 2020. Javi Baez hit 281 in 2019 and hit 203 last year. But think about Chris Bryant, 
Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, those at batting average plummeted. Um, if you think about a guy like uh, Christian Yelich, who hit, who was the MVP in the National League, and then last year he hit 205. Think about Nolan Arenado, who hit 315, and last year he hit 253. Hell, out here in Oakland and Marcus Simeon's contract year, a guy who hit 285 in 2019 hit 223. You can look at Cody Bellinger, who plummeted 66 points. Uh, Gliber Torres lost 167 points off his average. Bregman, Correa, and Altuve, they all dove last year. But I said there are other factors that are part of this. Each individual has his own deal. And obviously, star players are going to have slumps. We know that. I mean, if you look at a guy like Paul Goldschmidt, he had a slump before they took away the video. It just happens. We can't know the impact of what it is physically except for the mental thing as well. And remember, baseball players... They are so used to these routines and it gets into their head so much and it gets exacerbated by the coaching staff and then the front office keeps putting into their minds, you must do it this way, that when we have the World Baseball Classic and someone gets hurt, it's because they tried too hard too early. And by the way, Luis Pereira of the A's, he had problems getting here over uh, visa problems. And with COVID-19, I'll give him a pass right now. But as I say, every spring training, there are always people who arrive late because of visa problems, even though they have six months to know when they need to arrive. And I always mark that down to there are places in the third world where the bureaucratic red tape does not run as swimmingly. And what I usually think that happens in some of these places um, in the third world, is that the player, the team, the agent, they all put forth, here's my passport, here's the time I need to be in America, and then that sits on somebody's desk, and then it comes to America, and then it sits on somebody's desk in America. Well, we have a lot of people trying to get in right now, and you got to wait in line. So to say the player has made a mistake is not always true. And it's not, I'm not trying to say America does a great job, too. But you combine a third world country and then you combine how lazy we are as Americans. Rick, I resent that. Or just how backlogged we are with immigration and things like that. People legitimately trying to get in and illegitimately trying to get in. So, as I said, I give my pass. But anyway, video is back for whatever it's worth. And it's going to look weird. I guess there's going to be some sort of table now in the dugout. It'll probably be always. How many people are going to destroy that machine? You jackass, when you put your helmet and bat back and had your tantrum, you <laughs> you ruined our TV, and now I can't see my swings. All right, well, come on back with the author of The Giants and Their City, Lincoln Mitchell. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second.
earnings starting at four. Can I get those projections? Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Karen, do these numbers look right to you? Like at Mia's research firm. To hit client deadlines, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. What do you want a da-da-da? What do y'all want a da-da-da? I have not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressa da-da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressa and sa. Mm-hmm. We could sa enough to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressa da-da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da-da-da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. uh, Thank you for that. And uh, welcome back to the show. It's our pleasure to welcome to the program author Lincoln Mitchell. His uh, book, The Giants and Their City, Major League Baseball in San Francisco, 1976 to 1992. And uh, Lincoln, welcome back to the show. 
Um, this basically covers uh, Bob Lurie's uh, ownership, and it's funny because he was the savior of the Giants from going to Canada, and then he was the guy who gave up on all the stadium proposals that kept losing and tried to sell them to Tampa Bay. So uh, an interesting tenure, to say the least. Yes, and first of all, thank you for having me back on the show. I always <laughs> like coming on and talking baseball. Um, yeah, the, if you're a Giants fan, you know, 45, 50 or older, Bob Lurie is the guy who saved the team. And if you're a Giants fan, 40 or younger, he's the guy who sold them to Tampa. So I wanted to kind of wrestle with that and, and tell the story of this team that twice in a relatively short period wasn't rumored to be leaving. They were always rumored to be leaving, but they really had one and a half feet out the door. And twice the city of San Francisco managed to wheel them back in. And I tell that story, but also there was a lot going on on the field during these years also. So I try to kind of combine that to give a feel of the team during this period. What And the funny thing is, is when they did finally stay, didn't Bob Lurie say, okay, I'll take a million or two off the final price and I'm still part owner, right? <laughs> he lent the ownership group the difference. I think it was about 10 million bucks. I mean, mm-hmm. he made, you know, he made a lot of money here, right? So he bought the team for 4 million and well, he bought half the team for 4 million in 76, early 76. Could not find another $4 million in San Francisco. Bud Herseth came in from Arizona, put in another four. And a year later, because Herseth was not well-liked by the other National League owners, he was a little erratic, and they liked Lurie. So they said to Lurie, buy him out. So Lurie ended up buying him up for four and a half. So an initial investment of eight and a half million, he ended up selling for about 105 million and then loaning them 10 and then getting that 10 back. So he did pretty well. But, you know, Lurie, I think you captured it. He was exasperated with this team. Four times they went to the polls. Four times they lost, twice in the city twice down to the peninsula, and at that time, you know, he just kind of threw his hands up, and he was ready. He didn't want to keep owning the team. Nobody could keep him in the Bay Area, and I think that kind of turned the pressure on under the new mayor, Frank Jordan, to, you know, to put the group together and in the business community that they really were going to leave the Giants, and, and they finally stayed, and of course, we know what happened after that. I give a lot of credit to Frank Jordan because they were done and dusted. They were going to go. He never gave up back when we actually had league presidents and Bill White stepped in and McGowan and I guess at that time, Shorenstein, Nibby, Bayer, all the people that got in, you know, just that's what people have to remember too, is that it wasn't just one Larry Ellison guy. McGowan had to cobble together dozens of people to try to keep the team uh, in town. So just going back to some of those ballot measures, I remember the one in Santa Clara County, I think it was each household had to pay a dollar or something. It just, Time and time again, these ballots were just getting absolutely crushed at the polls. And it was Bob Lurie in the beginning that sort of had a vision of hitting a home run into the water, right? Right. Well, the, you know, in San Francisco, there were two initiatives, one in 87. The other thing, I'm going to just back up for a second. Frank Jordan gets a lot of credit, and I talked him for this book. And, by the way, a lifelong San Francisco baseball fan. I mean, he was reminiscing with me about the Seals. I'm not old enough to see the San Francisco Seals. But he comes by his baseball fan, honestly. He's not making this up because he's mayor. But the other guy, the other mayor that deserves a lot of credit is George Moscone, who is not around anymore, of course, obviously, to be interviewed for this or any other book. But he really, in 76, the team really was gone, and he, he, helped, he helped there. Um, the, two, the two city initiatives were very interesting. 87, which was a little bit further inland from where the current ballpark is, and that one lost. And then 89, which was essentially to put the ballpark where the ballpark is today. Over the right field fence and all of that, and pretty much everyone who was around the Giants then, as well as Art Agnos, who was mayor then, when I spoke to them, they all said, 
that would have passed if not for the earthquake. Don't forget, you know, so the Giants win the pennant on October 9th. They lose the first two games of the World Series to a much better Oakland A's team, sadly. Um, on October 17th, the earthquake hits, and the election is around November 5th. And the forces that did not want, that wanted to see the initiative defeated, were able to say, not entirely honestly, but that's politics. You know, if you put the money into this, we won't be able to rebuild the city. And after the earthquake, that had more, and it ended up losing by about 2,500 votes. So that initiative probably wouldn't pass if not for the earthquake. And then we ended up with I the also, ballpark there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, by the way, we're speaking with uh, Lincoln Mitchell, the new book, The Giants and Their City. I remember when uh, Lionel Wilson, mayor of Oakland in 89, um, said, hey, what do you want to bet for the World Series? Because uh, it's usually, you know, something down homey right. that these mayors bet in Super Bowls and World Series. And Art, Art Agnos publicly said, there's nothing in Oakland that I want. Um, and at the parade at Jack London Square, Mike McGuire held up the trophy and he said into the microphone, hey, Art, do you want this? Which I thought was kind of a good comeback. But And I never really liked Art. He was a Boston guy anyway. That's why I kind of liked Frank. Not that you have to be from the city that you're the mayor, but you know, as well as I do, that San Francisco politics, I mean, this is... This is the city when Willie Brown ran against Tom Amiano that Willie Brown was seen as the conservative. Oh, so trying yeah. to get trying to get anything done in this city is <laughs> nearly impossible. Yeah, and and it's it's a fascinating story about San Francisco because at a time when a lot of other cities were spending a lot of money on ballpark and really creating financial problems for themselves, the voters of San Francisco wouldn't do it. And you can you can file that away under we can't get anything done in this city, and there's a lot of truth to that, right? But at the end of the day, the voters of San Francisco got a much better deal, right? That new ballpark downtown was not publicly funded the way a lot of other right. ballparks were, and, right. and the 1909 initiative wouldn't have been uh, wouldn't have been publicly funded either. You're worried about our agnos being a New England, he's not a Boston. He's a he's a Massachusetts guy. Uh, interestingly, he was in Springfield, Massachusetts, where the Giants had a minor league team. So he grew up in the last couple of years, like when he was finishing high school, the Giants had a minor league team. That he, you know, he saw and he actually shined some of those guys' shoes and told me some of those stories as well. New York, by the way, has had Boston guys as mayor since the last twenty years, from almost all of the century, which is even worse here in New York than in San Francisco. <laughs> how, by the way, uh, how are things going? Are you still at Columbia? How's Manhattan doing? Well, it's. I got to say, it's. You know, we. This was. I was here through the whole pandemic, and this was a really difficult place to be. You know, I mean, I heard it was non. I mean, you would. Be trying to work at your desk inside on Zoom and just be sirens in the background nonstop. And I, you know, you'd see period, you know, more than once or twice people on my block, you know, in stretchers being taken out. You know, older people who were sick with COVID. It was really rough in the spring. But you know, New York, like San Francisco, is kind of feeling like it's coming back. The city's done a great job of getting vaccinations out, and it's beginning to come to life. And the winter's ending, which is always a big deal in New York. So, more vaccinations, baseball season rolling around, the weather warming up. It's feeling like a good time in New York right now. Another thing, too, um, about the Giants is that there was something about that 10-year head start that they had on the A's. Like, my parents are both from Oakland, and, and they still like the Giants because that was their team for 10 years. So, I mean, they switched over to the A's, but you know, I grew up in a house where if the A's weren't on, then, then the, my parents would have the Giants on. Um, and we saw that in the World Series success because fans came out and bought merch way more than they did for Oakland. We also know that San Francisco, it's standing in the world as a magnificent city. Uh, it shines brighter than Oakland. We know that, and that has something to do with it as well. 
I was just surprised that even with just that 10-year head start, that the Giants still basically own Northern California. Well, and I don't think it was a given. I think in, in the late 70s, there was the sense that this region, the Bay Area, is not big enough for both teams, and one of them will be leaving. And it was back and forth as to which one. And and ultimately, they both stayed. But it wasn't the, the Giants, remember, in the 80s, which is when much of this book takes place, the kind of the marquee sports franchise in the Bay Area was not the Giants or the A's. It was the 49ers, right? Yeah. And and that began to change really probably in the mid to late 90s. And now it clearly is is the Giants. But it is, you know, this moment where the Giants, you know, first of all, early 80 teams were really not very good. They were playing in Candlestick Park, which was, you know, a terrible... Uh, ballpark, but you know the the I, I was at, doing an interview with someone who wasn't from the Bay Area, and I said, you know, the only reason people don't talk about the Oakland Coliseum being a terrible ballpark is because Candlestick was worse, right? But the A's had this opportunity to really consolidate, particularly in the early '80s, the early years of the Roy Eisenhart era, when you know they had Ricky Henderson, they had Billy Ball. There was a real buzz around the A's for a while, and that was their moment to really either marginalize or push the Giants out of town, and, and they couldn't close that deal. And now they are clearly the number two franchise, baseball franchise in the area. Last question for you. It's kind of funny. You mentioned the 80s, and the Giants were sort of seen as the blue-collar team that played in this park, but that's where the real fans were. And the A's had the highest payroll in baseball, and they won three straight pennants, and, of course, the 89 World Series. And they had drawn three million fans at the Coliseum. And now that's completely switched. The Giants now are the quiche wine sippers, and they're the corporate team. And now the A's, those are the real fit. That's the blue-collar team. I just think it's funny how it's completely switched. It has completely switched. And it does kind of capture, you know, this is the Giants of the 70s and 80s were a blue-collar team, but they were also a I mean, blue-collar fan base. But it was also something, I mean, they drew, you know, some years 500, 600,000 fans. That they, you know, well into the to the early '80s, it was, and it wasn't. The other thing that was different then is that if you were in San Francisco, let's say in North Beach or in the Richmond district or anywhere, you know, you didn't see people in Giants hats, Giants hoodies, Giants t-shirts. It was almost like I was in high school in the early '80s, and and I think people kind of thought it was weird because I was so into the Giants. It just wasn't. It was the team, but it wasn't kind of part of the city the way the way it's been for most of the century. That's for sure. No doubt about it. Everybody should pick up this book, The Giants and Their City, Major League Baseball in San Francisco, 1976, the bicentennial to 1992, and uh, the author, Lincoln A. Mitchell. Lincoln, great to talk baseball, especially Bay Area baseball with you. Congratulations on the book. Where can people pick it up? Thank you. Great to be on. You can get the book pretty much at all online booksellers, so pick it. if you, Whatever bookseller you want to get, it's all online. If you want to get it straight from the publisher, it's published by Kent State University Press. And you can buy it straight from their website as well. All right. And I'll look forward to your book on the McGowan era. Okay. That may take a while, but I'll I'll let you know. (laughs) All right. Good stuff, Lincoln. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Violent. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. 
any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Thank you for that. And um, by the way, happy International Women's Day. If you didn't know, that's uh, today. And um, I don't know what it is. Um, 
it's but it's important i mean there are some things like that's the kind of thing that people wake up in the morning and they see it on twitter and then someone will say happy international women's day here's my mom she meant everything or happy international women's day here's my wife here's my girlfriend here's my daughter or whatever here's indira gandhi here's margaret thatcher i don't know <laughs> who did you look up to and i'm not trying to disparage that i think that's great <clears throat> but i do think it's it's fake though if somebody sees it like me and didn't know about it and then i go oh yeah well i don't want to miss out i don't want to look like i don't care and then I tweet it, you know, like I said, it's, it's a good thing. And, uh, women deserve more than just one, obviously, uh, every day, every day is children's day. Every day is international women's day. You could make it. Um, so as I said, it's an important thing, but you'll, this is the kind of thing on Twitter people will glom on. The, the, I think the worst example of that ever was when Muhammad Ali passed away. And I saw people, people I know in this industry saying, you know, he was my biggest influence. And I'm like, I've known you over 20 years. I've never heard you once say anything about Muhammad Ali. Not once. You know, <clears throat> did I admire Muhammad Ali? Absolutely, I did. Remember the old George Carlin bit? If you don't kill people, we won't let you beat people up. The whole thing with Vietnam. But that's the kind of thing where, like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's a person of color and he means a lot. Uh, I'm a white guy, so I better act like I care. It's just fake is what it is. So you're better off, to me, something like this, noticing that it's International Women's Day, um, congratulating uh, the people who, to whom this means a lot. And as I said, it's an important thing. It's good. But to just stay real and don't be fake about it. You know, because, you know, it's just, there's just way too much posturing and like, oh, I better cover all my bases. I don't want people to, you know, silence is violence, so I have to speak out. Look, if it means something to you, say it. That's all. If it really means something to you, say it. So happy International Women's Day. There you go. I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour together. Hope that came out right. Come on back. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Jury selection in Minneapolis is being postponed in the case against former police officer Derek Chauvin. We have jurors, but I think realistically we're not going to get to any jury selection. We won't have an answer until at least tomorrow. So unless any of the parties object, I'm going to kick our jurors loose and start everything tomorrow with jury selection. Judge Peter Cahill decided to put off the start of jury selection until at least tomorrow while the question of whether to allow a third-degree murder charge against Chauvin is pending. 
People who are fully vaccinated against coronavirus can safely gather without masks or physical distancing. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said in new guidelines that relaxed safety measures for inoculated individuals. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Senate and House Republicans are asking Democrat Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi to brief members of Congress on why National Guard troops may remain in Washington, D.C. until the fall. Republican Congressman from Florida Michael Waltz saying, Look, this just is not a role, uh, a permanent role for the National Guard. And Senator Marsha Blackburn adding on Fox News, the Guard troops deserve to be home with their families and not on duty here in Washington. Although only 9% of the Democrats' COVID relief bill that they passed will go towards COVID relief, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says President Biden's coronavirus relief bill will help Americans get to the other side of the pandemic. This is a tremendously important package that will bring um, millions, hundreds of millions of Americans the relief they need. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wyatt Cox. Each and every day, the USA Radio Network produces three hours of the greatest radio programs of all time. Comedies, drama, suspense, it's all there. Classic radio theater. Now, if your radio station doesn't carry the program, you can find them anywhere podcasts are served, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker. Just search for USA Classic Radio Theater. Find it. USA Classic Radio Theater. You'll love it. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's son Archie wasn't going to receive security from the royal institution. That's what the Duchess of Sussex told Oprah Winfrey during an interview on CBS Sunday. Meghan saying she was told her son wouldn't be recognized as a prince despite protocols and there were concerns within the institution about how dark Archie would be once he was born. Former leader of the Brexit party Nigel Farage reacts to some of the allegations of racism made by Markle. The reason they started criticizing her was because of her and Harry's rank hypocrisy. Telling us all about global warming and flying around the world in private jets was just where it started. And to accuse our royal family of racism. Do you know the Queen has headed up the Commonwealth for 70 years? There are 2.3 billion people in it, and the vast majority are Asian or black people. And the royal family have done more to help people of color in the third world than any other family in the world. This doesn't stack up. She wants a career in Hollywood. She wants to use the role of being a princess. I'm appalled by what she said. 
The Recall Gavin Newsom campaign is confident they'll have enough signatures needed for their efforts to remove the California governor. One of the organizers saying they're aiming to get 2 million signatures to recall the Democratic governor, which is 500,000 over what is needed. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hour three with you. Nice to have you with us on a Monday morning out here on the West Coast. Uh, it's 2.06 in New York City. We're just speaking with our cast in Mitchell. It's uh, 7.06 p.m. in uh, London. 8.06 in Deutschland. Au France à So let's talk some sports, baby. Yeah. Baby. Come on in and get her. At the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. It was kind of, you know what's funny is like there's always something jarring about seeing a guy in a new uniform. and Like when they showed Trevor Bauer in the Dodgers jersey, it looked completely normal to me because I don't like the Dodgers and I don't like Trevor Bauer and it just seemed like a perfect fit. I don't know why, but it looked completely weird to see you Darvish wearing San Diego Brown <laughs> by the way San Diego Brown was uh, Buster Brown's uh, uncle anybody remember Buster Brown did you ever read the Hardy Boys anybody Bueller Bueller one 800 play. yeah we got to get used to these guys and their new uniforms and it's going to take a little while and that's kind of the right of spring well finally see it. I can tell you it's amazing that the A's actually have a real shortstop now and I and I know that sounds mean to Marcus Semien but I mean come on the guy would bounce his throws he his range was very limited he couldn't jump very high he couldn't dive very wide I like the guy he's not a bad player he's now the Toronto second baseman but to have a guy like Elvis Andrews the A's haven't really had a shortstop like like that since Tejada now Tejada is better than Andrews but still kind of nice. Giants fans get to see Buster Posey. Remember him? 
It seems like 20 years ago he was playing for the Giants. So spring baseball, it's 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 what it's here for. Everybody's undefeated. Everybody's in first place. Everybody's also in last place, but everybody's in first place. All right, we'll talk some sports. Big shout out to our troops listening on American Forces Radio Network, 500 outlets, 177 countries. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come on back. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power and capacity your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence with Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Thank you.
you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, 1-800-878-PLAY. You ain't got no L about you, ugly girl. By the way, um, time-killing fun little apps. I highly recommend, well, you got to like this type of stuff, GeoGuessr. I just saw it for the first time this weekend, and I got a little bit addicted to it. It's um, It gives you five pictures just from Google Earth street view or dirt road view, and you can go around 360, and you have to point on the map where it is. Geo-guesser. And it's funny. The easiest country for me to, to identify outside of America was Japan. You can always tell when it's Japan. But a few times I thought, okay, that's you know, the plains of the Serengeti, it's like, nope, it was South America. Or I'm like, that's definitely Eastern Europe. And so I'll put like Romania, it's Bulgaria, you know, <clears throat> I thought that's Finland, it's Norway. I'm like, okay, I'm close. But anyway, I earned up enough points to unlock cities and I unlocked London. And so before my best guesses, and sometimes it'll say, welcome to Cleveland, like you can see a street sign and those are easy but there was a place where I thought looked like Kentucky and I got within three miles of it. That was a lot of points. Um, but then in London, I looked at it and I thought, I think that looks like Regent street by the Thames, 120 yards away. So that's why it gets kind of addictive. Like, can you guess? And then a couple, a couple times I was completely wrong. Complete. Like a, a few times I thought that's Australia. Because you'll see a sign, it'll be in English, but it'll be in kilometers per hour. Say, okay, they're driving on the left, they're driving on the right. There are things you can kind of deduce, but uh, it's pretty fun, geo-guesser. Now, speaking of geo-guessing, when you think about some uh, the trade to get Russell Wilson to you, um, one of the teams he mentioned was the Chicago Bears, one of his four preferred spots. And um, the uh, football writer Cody Benjamin put together a package for Seattle. <clears throat> and this is what I would probably do, too, if I was a writer. I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I had a, um, a class in college on, um, it, was a, it was a whatever class, but we were going to do a report on <laughs> a whatever class literature class it was supposed to be a report on Dante's Inferno by Alighieri and I went to my teacher and I said can I just do Rick's Inferno and make it a fictional story and he says it has nothing to do with the assignment I, I know but can I do it and he went okay and so that's what I did I just made up my own thing and I got away with it oh I got away with it but um, this is what I would do so he put together a package that Benjamin and he said <clears throat> this is how it would work You'd have to throw in Nick Foles, 32 years old, and has $17.5 million left on his contract over two years. Akeem Hicks, 31 years old, two seasons removed from his all-pro honors at defensive end, a one-year rental at $12 million. Robert Quinn, the linebacker, four years, $64 million left and he was a hot free agent guy last year uh, Kyle Fuller the corner one year at 20 million left Jalen Johnson another corner 
three years at five million left. And then here's the kicker. Khalil Mack, four years, 102.5 million left. Now, Bears fans will all automatically I mean, this would scoff, right? This is without picks. But <laughs> my question is, <clears throat> this isn't the NBA. You don't have to make the numbers completely match. In fact, you could trade Khalil Mack straight up for Russell Wilson and you're in the neighborhood. Because what is Russell Wilson going to want? Is he going to want $40 million a year? Well, Khalil Mack makes less than that, obviously. Khalil Mack makes $26 million a year. But you're in the neighborhood. Would you trade your best defensive player and one of the best defensive players in football to bring in Russell Wilson? But the way that Benjamin made this article, he talked about saving $75 million on the uh, contracts moving forward here, and then you'd have enough to give Russell Wilson whatever you wanted. So Foles, they need him like a Foles in the head because they have Trubisky anyway. Um, and they're about the same. I'd say Trubisky's younger and better. Barely, but better. Um, the Akeem Hicks thing right now, that would save um, about $10 million off the cap coming this year. But you would have to, if you traded Akeem Hicks and Foles, you'd have to throw in picks. If you traded Robert Quinn and Foles, you'd have to throw in picks. And then, of course, Fuller, Johnson, I, remember, uh, I mentioned as well. Khalil Mack is a guy where you would not have to throw in picks unless you're talking about a third rounder. Swap positions in the fifth round in 2023 and the sixth and the seventh. It, it could be something like that. So uh, this gets a little bit more scary for Bears fans when you start mentioning names like Khalil Mack. But I can guarantee you, well, I shouldn't guarantee you. I can almost guarantee you that that's not going to happen. You're not going to rob Peter to pay Paul. You're not going to shoot yourself in one foot to heal the other. You want Russell Wilson because you have a guy like Khalil Mack, right? And if the Raiders had drafted a star player like they did in Josh Jacobs instead of Damon Arnett, then that trade would be smelling much better for the Raiders. It's palatable. It's not Limburger because Josh Jacobs is a, one of the best young tailbacks in football. Would I rather have Khalil Mack? Yes. Have you seen the Raiders' defense? I love Josh Jacobs. I mean, I love him. But I would rather have Kellen Mack back. <laughs> Mack back. Even when he's not doing anything, <clears throat> he's still the guy. So this is the thing. Once you start getting into this territory, you're going to have to, you know, you got to give up value to get value. This is why it's always hilarious for me especially when I was doing the Oakland A's pre- and post-game shows for more than eight years. And for about five years, I was doing a lot of the week weekday games, too. Whenever uh, Townsend, would, he would go on vacation, he'd go to Hawaii, whatever, or he'd be sick and I'd be filling in. Or maybe he got moved up in the rotation that day, he'd have to do the morning show. I would take tons of calls from A's fans, and it would always be one of these trades, I call them the farcical trade proposition, and they'd always want to give away the three most garbage players on the A's. 
you just pick a star. And I mean, you know, we'll take Trout off the Angels' hands and we'll give them, and they would name four bench players. And then maybe a guy who was like 36. And that's not how trades work unless you're dealing with people who eat dum-dum pills, as Conan O'Brien would say. That's not how trades work. You, you have to give up something unless you're dealing with blithering it is on the other end. And this guy Schneider won a Super Bowl and should have won two in Seattle. I don't think he's that stupid. So, yeah. And uh, if you want Russell Wilson, if he wins you a Super Bowl, if you, tr- if you could trade Khalil Mack to get Russell Wilson and he'd guarantee you a Super Bowl win, of course you'd trade Khalil Mack without blinking. But those things can't be guaranteed. Or can they? All right, when we come back, we'll talk to director Ben David Grabinski. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll see you in a second. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. 
everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. I think a lot of dumb stuff sometimes. Thank you for that, though, and uh, welcome back to the show. When we get uh, director Ben David Grabinski on the air, we'll throw him on. There was a pretty cool play in the uh, Cactus League between the uh, Astros uh, and the Cardinals yesterday. And... uh, just a little, I don't know, a little bit of uh, John back and forth. And the uh, uh, Houston runner was taking a big lead, and Yachty threw over to first base. And uh, the Houston runner dove back in, and he took his finger, and he wagged, 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 like, no, 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 you can't pick me off. And then Yachty took his helmet off, and he pointed at second, like, go ahead and try and steal. Go ahead. You know, because it's dumb to do a finger wag like you can't pick me off. And then he throws him out at second. And then Yadier, he like leaned over and he just stared at second base and then he just spit. And I'm like, that's a Hall of Famer right there. You know, that was that was, I thought, a really, really cool moment. And that's why you don't show up guys like that. All right. We're very happy. We are connected now with film director Ben David Grabinski, his new film, Happily. Uh, will be out in theaters, on demand, and uh, on digital on the 19th uh, of this month, starring Joel McHale and Carrie Bichet. Ben David, welcome to the show. And I guess when you have a film like this, and and like everybody in your industry, you're excited about it, and you're going to go to Tribeca, what have you, and then, ugh, we can't have the big uh, debut and opening night, but Whatever works, right? It's out now, and we're going to get our eyes on it. It's different, huh? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's a bummer that I haven't seen it with an audience. And yeah, it would have been nice to have a big premiere where, like, Jack Black introduced it, and I got to hear people laugh at my jokes. But I've had now almost a whole year to get over it being canceled. (laughs) And now I'm just really happy it's coming out, and people can watch it uh, very soon. And, you know, when you, you mentioned Jack Black, who was part of the, uh, the production team, but how does that work in the industry when, you know, you're, you have a screenplay that you've put together and you're directing it, it's your vision. So do those other people, do they help you with the, the casting, with, with getting the funds? How does it work when you have uh, a bunch of producers like that? 
Well, I mean, like the job of a producer is not something that can be like summed up very simply because everybody does different things. Like mm-hmm. the the big help was, you know, Jack came on first and by doing that, it kind of lends an air of credibility. So having yeah. not made a movie, if I'm meeting with an actor who likes the script, they're probably thinking, well, he, he can't, he must know something or else why would that guy put his name on this? <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just as simple as like, uh, you know, like Joel McHale's like picking up his kid from school, same kid as Jack, and he goes, hey, so I met on this movie happily, and Jack goes, oh yeah, I like Ben David, and Joel goes, cool. <laughs> it's like a very elaborate form of producing, whereas another producer, it, 90% of what they're doing is dealing with, you know, uh, finances and contracts, and some producers are creative. Uh, in this case, it just took a village to make my weird movie. Um, uh, you know, you can't do everything by yourself. Now, a couple of uh, your cast members have, have been on your show, and let's start with Joel McHale. He was uh, you know, a tremendous guest. Uh, we had a good time. And, and he's, I, I love how when he was doing that Tiger King wrap-up, he was basically making fun of it, making fun of the fact that he goes, my career is at a point where I have to do this. And I thought there's probably not too many employers where you can like, like rip the very thing they're paying you to do. But that's the thing I like about McHale is that from his time on Talk Soup and everything else, he's just got that great snark to him. Yeah, and for me, the fun of this movie was his character has none of that. So as a guy <laughs> who's liked Joel's stuff forever, it was really fun for me to have to have Joel do a 95-minute movie where he's almost never sarcastic or a, <laughs> or a jerk. It's funny because that is his MO. Like, we've been doing some press together, and his way of selling the movie is like, Hey, it's really weird. Okay. <laughs> you know, he, he's very good at a um, kind of taking the. I can't figure out a way to not use profanity, but he's a very. He's good at talking crap while also selling things. It, it's, a, it's an art. For sure. Um, I also had Steven Root on the show at one point, and you talk about a guy's versatility. I'm sure people who would think, oh, no, he's just a serious actor, and others who would say, oh, no, that guy just does comedy. I would figure whatever role you write, Stephen Root, you could just write the name in and forget about it. Well, yeah, as long as it's like the right, like physicality or age group or whatever, the guy can do literally anything. Like Stephen Root, like I think if you drop Stephen Root like into a jungle with no phone and nothing, he'd also like find a way out. Like the guy is just, he's got magical powers. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, when you're talking about something like Office Space or Barry, or uh, dodgeball he's not the same guy in any of those things and he is not that guy in my movie and i was just really lucky you know you're lucky to work with people who can do anything and then they just sort of change what they're doing to be specifically related to your movie and your character and he's that guy i mean he's just the best he's like royalty uh but royalty is like a bad word today uh he's because he's a really nice guy he's the best dude (laughs) yeah it was okay until last night to say that word um, yeah, so you, it's weird timing. <laughs> a couple more questions for Ben David Grabinski, his new movie, Happily, coming out on the 19th. But then I, I'm not saying this guy's not versatile, but I can't imagine seeing Paul Shear's face and not automatically laughing because the guy is just born for comedy. You know, he is, and I also just like the idea of him using his dramatic chops at the same time. Like, it's a good benefit because his character is supposed to be funny. And when, in, I mean, I the whole movie is, you know, almost all the movie is supposed to be funny in some way, but it, it on first viewing, it may be a little too dark to 
get, like, get with all of it. But yeah, Paul, that was actually the exciting thing about Paul. In the same way that like Tom and ne- uh, Joel had never really played a lead character who was really kind of kind and whatever, I wanted to try to get Paul to hit some other shades of things. Um, and I was really happy with what he did. But, but he's just like the best dude, too. Like Everybody on the movie was a good hang, luckily, which makes a uh, kind of short, intense movie without a budget not a bad experience. <laughs> but, yeah. And then for you, I'm sure it's an adventure, too, as you learn to, to hone the directing craft. And we all borrow from our influences and our mentors. And so how much was it a collaborative effort? And how much did the actors, were they encouraged to pipe up and say, I think it'd be better if I stood over here or maybe just, I think it would be better if I said this and not that. Well, there's almost no improv in the movie, but a lot of like, you know, the way you you go to every scene is you, you go in expecting to do a, B and C. And sometimes once you see it on its feet, you realize that it needs to be something different. And that's the most stimulating and, and fun part of the job is sometimes you think a scene is exactly one thing, but as long as you understand what the scene is supposed to do or what the intention of it is, you can move around it. Um, but there's also other times too, when I'm like, look, there's 10 actors in this shot and I know you want to stand over there, but you won't be in the movie. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a real, there's a real balance between sort of discovering thing on set, listening to people's instincts, but also being pragmatic. Cause it's like, well, the sun's going down in 10 minutes. And if you don't say that line sitting on that chair, uh, the plot won't make sense. And so there is a balance between people kind of being creative and artistic and also just a lot of making a movie is just scheduling, you know, uh, as, as sexy and exciting as that sounds. Last question for you. You said it might be too dark and to walk the line between a comedy and a thriller. Like I'm old enough to when I was a kid, I saw Harold and Maude in the theater and people were like, I wait, the guy's killing himself. And wait, she's 100 years old and he likes her. Some people, they just don't get it. So is that, do you ever think to yourself, I hope I don't lose my audience here? Is that kind of a fight as you go through it? Uh, it's, it's not, because my hope is, and I don't know if it's really the same world anymore, but there's a lot of movies where someone will be like, you know, the second time I saw that, I realized it was funny, and you just have to have faith that maybe those people will catch it on cable later or hit play on Netflix later and go, oh, I get it now. Because um, if you worry too much about that you might get in trouble and lastly i just want to say that i uh i used to call into sports radio almost nightly when i was in elementary school so this is giving me a flashback i had a lot of opinions about the phoenix suns and paul westfall and stuff so uh (laughs) this is the first time i've called into sports radio since then and i feel pretty good about it yeah you you feel bad about that nash trade huh yeah that was it i i flew back to arizona from la for the the Western conference finals against the Lakers. And we lost in, I think like game seven that one year. And I've, I've been depressed ever since, but Hey, <laughs> I have a movie coming out. Yeah. And the Suns are a good team this year. And Devin Booker was an all-star, even though he didn't play. And you have a mo- not just a movie coming out, but you got Saban films and Paramount about as big as distribution as you're going to get. It's called happily. It's in theaters, real live theaters on digital and on demand on March 19th, and he wrote it, he directed it, Ben David Grabinski. Thanks for calling in. Give me a call, and we'll talk hoop, too, sometime, man. Hey, man, I will. You take care. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sportsbook.
That meeting's starting at 4. Can I get those projections? Indeed knows unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Karen, do these numbers look right to you? Like at Mia's research firm. To hit client deadlines, she needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. When you're starting to launch a new business, be sure to set it up as an LLC or some other legal entity. Even if you're self-employed and don't have anyone else working for you, you should set up your business as a separate taxable entity from the beginning. Some professionals skip this step while they're still ramping up their client base, but it usually costs $1,000 or less and almost instantly protects your personal assets from any legal trouble your business might get into. So be sure to create an entity that keeps things separate. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get someone who understands there's an art to listening. Uh-huh. Sure. Who's able to hear more than what's being said and can provide tailored mm-hmm. small business solutions that make you feel okay. truly heard. I understand. Let's get started. For advice on everything from laptops to the cloud and solutions powered by Intel vPro platform, call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at O'ReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. Lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. So I just thought I would 
give everybody a quick thumbnail on where we stand with going to baseball games this year. And I don't mean spring training. I mean real ones. Real deal. And we'll just go down. The Diamondbacks, they have uh, moving forward for 25% capacity. It's 12,100 fans at Chase Field. The Braves have not made an announcement yet. The CEO, Derek Schiller, said that they're aiming for 25%. Baltimore has not unveiled any plans yet, <clears throat> but they've been allowing 25% at Sarasota. Now it's a different state in the Grapefruit League. The Red Sox says 12% to begin with. That's 4,500 fans at Fenway. Which, and I can tell you from the small amount of fans they let into soccer games for a while in England, and then they kicked them out again. Um, that they can make some noise. <clears throat> 4,500 fans can make some noise. Uh, with the White Sox and the Cubs, the mayor of Chicago, Miss Lori Lightfoot, she said teams can begin selling tickets for 20% of available seats. So that's 8,122 for the Southsiders and the Northsiders, 8,274. White Sox open at home with La Russa on the 8th of April, April Fool's Day for the Cubs. In the Queen City of Cincinnati, the Great American Shoe Store ballpark, 30% capacity. Seating pods, no more than six people. Recommended same household. Masks will be required. In Cleveland, Ohio, 30%. That's 10,500. It's a lot of fans. Seating uh, pods as well, mass required. Colorado, they received approval from the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, and that will allow 25% at Coors Field. That's about 12,500. The Tigers are still undetermined. They're, of course, allowing fans in Lakeland, Florida. Um, the vice president of Ballpark Arps, Chris Lawrence, said, we're confident we're going to be able to do that safely in, in Detroit. The team is now working with local government to iron out their final say. The Astros, bong, bong, bongity, bong, 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 25% capacity. <clears throat> I saw this mass mask burning picture of everybody throwing their masks in the bin. And I don't know where it was, but it was all whitey and a lot of them were wearing Trump stuff. <laughs> You're still wearing Trump stuff. Okay. Um, that's in Houston, Texas. Kansas city got a yes, but they don't have the details yet. They were told by local affiliates there that Kauffman stadium will allow fans. They just, have not come up with the percentage. Same thing in Los Angeles with the Angels and the Dodgers. Orange County is uh, going to allow 25%. The Dodgers are going to be allowed for 18%. <clears throat> now, this can fluctuate from opening up the whole thing, which would be rare, That'd be cool by the end of the season if they could. But the other chances are they just kick everybody out again. In Miami, Florida, 25% capacity. That's about 9,300 fans. Derek Jeter, of course, the CEO for the Marlins, 
said, quote, we look forward to having the opportunity to have fans come back to our ballpark. There will be a limited number of fans that are allowed at the onset. We hope those numbers increase throughout the course of the season. But the most important thing for us is to make sure everyone is healthy and safe. The Brewers, 35%. How about that, Milwaukee Health Department? Um, Do you know what Miller Park is called now? Do you know? American Family Field. What the hell is that? That's got to be the. That's got to be a brand new name. Unless it was called that last year, and I just missed it because I didn't see any National League baseball <laughs> outside of a couple of games with the Giants in that sixty-game season. American Family Field. That sounds like a Seth MacFarlane cartoon. <clears throat> but still, that's going to be about fifteen thousand fans. That's a lot. Minnesota, the governor, Tim Walls, says it's a likely yes, uh, but he said they'll, they'll 25% and groups no more than four people. I kind of like that, too, you know, because if it's six, then you get those two people who you don't want to come. <laughs> Yankee Stadium, 10%. That's 5,500 fans. The Mets also get 10%. It's about 4,500 fans. Um, the A's, Dave Cavill mentioned a 20% possibility. He did already go out and say, woo-hoo-hoo, fans will be back. He unveiled a ticketing system, which will be flexible ticket vouchers. The A's will be selling their tickets in pods of two to four as well. <clears throat> I need my credential. I need to get over there. I will go to that. Last year, I could have gotten in, and with no fans, what's the use? You know, I'd just be sitting there six feet apart, masked up from other sports writers, and who cares? This, and they won the division, too. (laughs) This will be a little bit more exciting, I hope. Uh, The Phils, 20% at Citizens Bank Park. That's 8,800. And the Phillies announced that tickets to their first 19 games will only be offered to season ticket holders, um, which I think is cool. Why it's 19, I don't know. It's about less than a quarter of their home games. Uh, Pittsburgh, 20%. uh, Same state, Keystone State. That's 7,800 fans at PNC. The Padres have not announced the official plans yet, but Kevin A.C. of the San Diego Tribune said they're trying to get 25%, which would be about 10,000. The Giants uh, outlined their health and safety guidelines. There has not been an official announcement yet how many fans will be allowed. But if the A's can get it done in Oakland, I'm sure San Francisco will as well. The Mariners are only allowing a very small number of fans to their games in Peoria in Arizona and the details for fans at Safeco or T-Mobile Park are still unknown the GM Jerry DePoto said quote we are planning at some point this year there will be fans in the stands we don't know what that number will look like or what that date will be for us in King County we will respond appropriately to the rules that govern us Our hope is somewhere, especially in the second half of the season, that we will have that ability, but we don't know. We will have to adjust along the way. So that is the first of all the parks that has a tinge of gloom and doom. 
this is the first park I've mentioned where they said maybe the second half. St. Louis? Are you kidding? St. Louis could have the bubonic plague. It's baseball town, USA. 32% capacity at Bush, 14,500 fans. Now, I could make the joke, and I almost did it on Twitter, but I don't want to joke about my own team. I thought it would be cold-blooded, but it was hard to resist. And I go, geez, the A's only having 8,000 fans? It'll just be like a regular season. Uh, Tampa Bay, now we're talking about Florida, where they do what they want. They're at, They're going to get uh, 17%. Uh, that's 7,000 fans. Now, it's harder for them because they're inside. The Texas Rangers, now remember, Globe Life Field, they were hosting the World Series and the NLCS last year. Um, remember, Greg Abbott reopened the state, everything. You know, the mask mandate is over. So do what you want, I guess. I mean, we were before when I was talking about Houston, Houston is allowed 25% capacity. Well, there must be something going on with the uh, local Galveston County or the mayor there. As Greg Abbott said, we're open, everything, mechanical bulls, make it out with strangers, get back on it. Washington, D.C. <clears throat> had their request to host fans denied by the District of Columbia. They say they will revisit that in two weeks. Well, you better hurry up because their opening day is April 1st. I would imagine D.C. would be one of the toughest places to get it past. And then, of course, you get Toronto. And the Blue Jays are going to be playing their home games in Florida. Uh, we know that. And it's unclear if fans are going to be allowed um, at TD Ballpark in Dunedin in the regular season. Right now in spring training, it's 15%. But they're selling them in, in pods of two to four but it's just like the Raptors, where are they playing? They're playing in Tampa Bay. So, yeah, it's just, it's too hard. I mean, it's already a pain in the butt to cross borders with all the passport and everything else that goes on. But, uh, so, yeah, they're just, they're, the traveling would be too insane for Toronto if they were going to do that. So they're going to stay down there in sunny Florida. And why not? It's pretty cold in Toronto and the, April's month anyway, right? Up there. So anyway, that's, uh, as I said, this is where we sit, Major League Baseball, the 30 teams. Um, I, I just hope that when everybody runs in, that they respect the, like if you have the vaccine, I'm jealous of you. I wish I had it. But until everybody's vaccinated, let's just wear a mask. It's not a big deal. I was talking to a family member, and I said, wearing masks is not political. And they said it was. I feel sorry that their mind has been so poisoned that they think that it's a political thing. Um, it just, I, I hope that, as Scott Osler said, I've quoted him three times today, that dying is allergic to some fans. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, hey, <clears throat> last year, People were getting ready to get their dog on a cardboard cutout. So this is much better. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Get on back on SportsBot.
attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Back to pass goes targeted. He's going down the middle and White makes the catch. He is clean but holds on to the football, losing the helmet. Chin strap flying one way, helmet the other. Holy Toledo. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back. We got uh, a couple minutes left, Rick Tittle, with you. 
It's always a big thing when teams change their uniforms. And three NFL teams that got leaked today, their uniform changes. And I was like, whoa, what happened? <clears throat> and basically nothing. The um, Bengals, there are three stripes on the side. We're going to go a little bit farther down the sleeve. The font is different for the name, like the Joe Burrow one. It still says Bengals in the front, which is stupid. It should never say the name of your team in the front, like some D2 college. <laughs> like the Warriors this year changed their font for Golden State. <clears throat> Warriors, and uh, I have no idea why. Um, I think it's just people are bored or they have to justify other jobs. But the other two teams are the Browns and the 49ers. And the Niners uh, are just, both those teams are just going for like a throwback look. The Niners with the three stripes on the sleeve. But also, I call them the Steve Young jerseys. That's where they have the, the bold black background like that's offset to the right. So it kind of seems like the numbers are kind of sticking up and moving left. It's a good look. And the, uh, the Browns are doing the same thing. Uh, the white jersey with the brown letters and then the orange bold block background and then sleeves on the collar, but the background's to the left, so it looks like the numbers are kind of going up to the right <clears throat> a little bit. Um, and I like the throwback jerseys. It's fine outside of those Steelers Bumblebee or those Packer ones, or the helmets with no logo on them. That's fine uh, if you want to do that. Um but uh, the, uh, the NFL is considering a one-helmet rule. And I was thinking, how many teams change their helmets? And I was like, I guess it's just throwbacks, right? We did have those color safe brought to you by Tide jerseys on Thursday Night Football, remember? And then you had the hideous Seahawks neon lime green deals. Look, it's just to move merch. That's, that's all it is. Every year, big soccer teams release three official jerseys, home, away, and change strip, even though they wear their home kit on the road if they can, which is pretty weird. One year, Norwich City only wore one kit the whole year, and that's because they had green with yellow trim, and they never had a clash. All right, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. We don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.